This is where you'll find provocative polemic, free of fear or favour. The agitator from the fifth column. I'm a reporter, and therefore by definition a mouthy, vainglorious know-nothing who shouldn't even try to define art. But here goes. True art brings out the best in those who experience it. Bogus art brings out the worst. Hop along to the Haywood Gallery in London at the moment and see what I mean. They're staging an exhibition of invisible art. That's right, there's nothing to see, and that'll be £8, please. It's not quite true. There are empty canvases, supposedly primed by brainwaves, painted with invisible ink or somehow made a minor masterpiece by an artist staring at it for five years. There's a movie shot by another artist with no film in his camera. A pillar Andy Warhol once stood near, thereby investing it with his celebrity aura. And hit of the show, an empty plinth bearing only a sphere of space apparently cursed by a witch, a personage who in this company rates as a paragon of sensible rationality. The art world is hugging itself for its daring. The critics have been almost unanimous in their applause, drenching this idiocy in enough hyperbolic drivel to keep Seward's Corner going for decades. Nothing, you understand, sets our imaginations alight. Nothing to see makes us look harder, is a profound allegory of our times. But only, of course, if you're as sensitive as the independence critic and are willing to engage in a mental dance with the artist. We don't want to seem insensitive. We want to be regarded as thoughtful, to have complex feelings and reactions we can project onto this brilliantly conceived nothingness. We do irony, we certainly do. And the backstop, bottom line, the conarsis coup de grace, we get the joke, or as The Guardian puts it, this seriously brilliant jest which makes it unexpectedly profound. No, we'd rather leave our judgment, our intellect, our common sense and any true artistic sensibility we may have at the door and fit in with the vacuous as they glorify the vacant. The emperors of conceptual art may have no clothes, but they can still trouser fortunes. A pile of dog droppings accidentally stepped in is thought-provoking by these standards, a witty metaphor of modern man, an exegesis for our times. Art, though, it is not which just shows what a Philistine I am. I'd never even heard of Piero Manzoni, whose short but feverishly creative life was crowned with one of the masterpieces of conceptual art. Brilliantly, he canned his own excrement, 90 tins labelled artists' shit, and said they were worth their weight in gold. They're worth considerably more, as it happens. The Tate paid $61,000 for can number four and reckoned it a bargain. The last two to change hands did so for €124,000 and £97,250, respectively. There's been a lot of, forgive me, bullshit about how his tinned turds tap mythological sources to realise authentic and universal values. If they'd said the spirit of every age is reflected in the art that it values, they might have had a point. To hear more of our podcasts and to have your say, visit our website www.thefifthcolumn.co.uk.